Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode. And leave us a five-star review while you're there. Also, are you a fan of Block Talk? Well, our newest fans are the fabulous team at Daft Boy. With the highest quality fans, accessories, and gear for any occasion, Daft Boy is here to serve it to you every day. And over at Daft Boy, you can even create your own custom fan, like the Block Talk fan I thwarp at every show I'm at. Fans of Block Talk can receive 15% off at checkout using code BLOCKTALK. Visit daftboy.com today. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at TheaterInTheNow, and visit TheaterInTheNow.com for the latest news, reviews, and interviews. We are not in Kansas anymore because we went over the rainbow to the wonderful land of Gagville. It's time to break down another episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 4. And joining me today is a good Judy to all, Katrina Lovelace. Yay. How are you? I'm tired, but I'm alive. I can't complain. Yeah, I I can. You're you're busy. You're a busy bee. I try to. And definitely, like, now this year has been, like, kicking me in the ass. Yeah. I mean, it's only February, but hey. Can't complain. No, no complaints here. (laughs) But what I think we both can complain about is, um, spoiler alert, Manila Luzon is eliminated. I was actually quite upset. Like, everybody was shocked because I I was doing a viewing party with Flower. Everyone was like, oh my god. I was just like, no, no. I turned around. I was like, no, I'm not going to watch this. I, um... Knew it, what, what was going to happen, because they found out whatever, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And yesterday, I was I didn't get to watch it live. I watched it yesterday, and I got like 15 minutes left, and it's like, I can't watch this. No. I can't put myself through it. Mm-mm. I'm sad. I was really, like, upset. It's also like, I didn't, I didn't think that she was meant to be on the bottom two, honestly, like, from what no. she, like, gave. I was like, yeah, she was safe for me but not bottom two worthy yeah we're, we're gonna go through everything yeah, okay. um Perfect. but we're gonna start off after the elimination the girls gag over valentina's mirror message about packing because they know <laughs> she hates it too yes. and they also know that this happens to be the most expensive red lipstick she owns so you write that message there you go i mean i know <laughs> that was a funny funny message because it's really true yeah like, you know you never think about it it's like oh i do have to pack uh, I mean, you. We watch some of those behind-the-scenes things. There's production crew. They're not helping you. They're oh, there. They're, they're to film and not watch you suffer. They're they're not even like. Do you need a hand? No, I'll probably help you. I no. mean, there was one. Um, I think it was Untucked from a couple years ago, where there's literally one of the queens like pushing out four bags herself. Oh yeah. Like can't get anyone else to help her. It was wild, but. Latrice says it's hard now because she's watched her watch Valentina grow while they bonded on the road. Um, and we just say peace out to the French Vanilla Fantasy. There you go. We learned that Trinity, too, would have sent Valentina home despite being good friends. Um, Trinity does want to say goodbye to the weakest link. I was shocked about that because I didn't see Valentina as the weakest link, per se. But I did see her as, like, oblivious to the fact Mm. that she wasn't doing as well as she thought that she was. What's funny is Naomi says she has respect for Trinity's decision. Do you think (laughs) Naomi would do the same thing if she were in that position? God, no. We'll find out. We'll see. So as the girls discuss track records, we learn that Manila is doing so well that her and Trinity are the fiercest on the competition. 
And Monet knows people want to play, but she'll do whatever it takes to get there and get that crown and scepter. Mm-hmm. So it's the next day. The girls walk into the workroom and notice that the photos have changed. No more Rue. No, no, no. Category is Judy, Judy, Judy. And they are definitely not in Kansas anymore. God, I fucking love it. So Rue, in their video message, drops every Judy reference. Um, the girls apparently learned for the first time that Judy Garland's funeral came the same night as the Stonewall riot. Um... I want to give the girls a little more credit and believe that they actually knew that and that was the producers yeah. telling them. I know like for didn't. myself, I didn't. I'm like a really bad gay as well. Fair. <laughs> but yeah, I actually did not know that. I did not know that correlation. I also, it was really, really um, exciting that she gave us like a little history Yeah, lesson. I think it was very, very important that that happened. Especially when you have this platform like VH1 Definitely. where you're not only um, catering to the queer uh, community, you're getting those straight people who love Drag Race so much, mm-hmm. and they're now learning potentially what Stonewall is for the first time. Exactly. So this was, I think, a very important uh, package and message that Rue shared. Good on you. There you go. Finally um, did something right. Yeah, <laughs> finally. Uh, they learned that the challenge today will they will be making over their best duties. Naomi gets Ricardo. Monique gets Danny. Mm-hmm. Monet gets Patty, the assistant. Latrice gets Tim. Trinity gets her boyfriend, Leo. And Manila gets her husband, Michael. Oh my god, the husband. Oh. So cute. <laughs> So each girl has to transform their best Judy into their drag sister, family resemblance required, and choreograph and perform a musical tribute to Judy Garland. We learn that Tim is Latrice's best man. Um, Patty is not only Monet's best friend, but also her assistant, and apparently was very bored without her. Um, Monet knows that this makeover challenge was her downfall last season, and the vast difference between the two of them, meaning Monet and Patty, yeah. makes her very nervous. I would have been too, because if we don't forget, like they mentioned that she left, she went home because yeah. of the makeover challenge. Yeah. So. But I have to assume, we, we in the New York scene, we know who Patty is. Exactly. We know the relationship the two of them have. Monet's definitely put her in drag a couple times. Oh, right? for sure. So this was like easy. Definitely. Well, the girls play around with their best Judys, putting them in heels and hair, and they are all living their Judy fantasy. Manila is so excited to have Michael, as he was her best supporter, and he is excited to see their photo on her wall in her workstation. It was yeah, really cute. That was really nice. Um, Naomi knows that if she doesn't do well, her ass is going home. And for a very rare occasion, Rue does a walkthrough. Oh, yeah. She hasn't been doing a lot of walkthroughs, no, has I, she? I mean, the tea is apparently... Um, Things got so messy with Gia. They're like, we're not going to show any of this. Oh, so, I did not know that. Yeah, you, you know reality TV. They uh, film you know. everything and they don't show anything. Exactly. Although, I, <laughs> I did find it so funny that when Rue got to Monet and Patty, like, she tried to do that joke of, like, the, the luck of the Irish. Yeah. Patty was not about it. Not one not at minute all. Not at, at all. all. Not at all. Well, so she stops over um, at Monique and Danny, and apparently the cheekbones and noses are the secret to their friendship. Uh, Danny was there for Monique during her elimination. Um, Rue then does an impression of Monique's defensive stance when she gets judged, and it's kind of funny. It was. Um, Monique loves drag because it's Kevin's place to get loved and appreciated for who she is. Mm-hmm. Do you find that that's similar for you as a drag performer? Um, yes and no. I also have to differentiate the dif- mm-hmm. uh, like both of them because 
Um, there's been many situations and many predicaments where I get a lot of love from a lot of people when I'm in drag, but that same exact night and that same exact bar, I get out of drag, and then I say hi to the person, they're like, who are you? Yeah. It's a very, like, it's a weird dichotomy, like, in between both of them, but, like I, again, like I said, you have to differentiate them, yeah. because, yeah, you might get a lot of love, but you also, that's not gonna translate um, from you for out of drag. I agree. And that's when you know you have a real best duty when they can give you love both times. Exactly. Or hate at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Well, Trinity thinks it's weird putting her lover in drag because she never thought about dating a drag queen. Mm. Um, yeah, like drag queens don't want to date other drag queens. I do. I'll say it. <laughs> it's so miserable. Like, I'm convinced now that's why no one likes me because I'm not a drag queen. So I'm like, should I just get in drag so someone will want to date me? There we go. Not, that's the, not that's gonna the happen, key. people. Not gonna happen. It's not happening. It's not happening. Um, she's just worried that she doesn't know if Leo will be a pretty girl. Um, and Rue asks how Leo will tuck, and he's terrified. Mm. But if you're gonna be part of the Tuck Dynasty, you better might as well. You better tuck. Um, so, apparently, going back to Pat- Patty, did you know that Patty is short for Patrick? I didn't. Oh, my God. That was Rue. such a... Oh, Rue. Such insight. Um, but we did learn that Bob the Drag Queen introduced Monet and Patty. Um, and Monet... I felt like they already knew each other before that. You think that was just, like, the camera being, like, Probably. this is the story for the moment? Maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know their backstory too well, but it was Me just neither, good yeah. to see the two of them together. Uh, Monet, again, has PTSD over this challenge and will do whatever it takes. Like shaving Patty's brows off. That's a good Judy right there because I know for a fact if I was called in, I was like, no, I want to keep my brows. I um have my own PTSD of someone shaving their brows <laughs> yeah. off and it makes me really sad to remind myself that this person that I care deeply, deeply about has shaved their eyebrows off mm-hmm. for drag. But you know what? They're still a pretty, pretty drag queen and it works for them and mm-hmm. they're living their best life and I appreciate you for it. Oh, well, anyway, Manila knows it'll be interesting to put Michael in drag because he's never expressed interest in doing drag before. Um, Michael is demure, and that's because Manila has never put him in drag before. But wait, just wait till he sees himself. Mm. Um, we learned that Ricardo has done CVS drag, but never the full fantasy. It's drag. That was um, hilarious. I mean, I'm sure... In your early, early days, you went to CVS and oh, was like, let's God. just try it. Yeah, I did, actually. Are there fit photos, or did you delete them all? Oh, no. I mean, there's, like, few here and there, but not, like, a bunch. I tried to delete most of them. Yeah. Well, Naomi says she wants concept, not just fashion, um, because fashion's her friend's name. Um, also notice that Naomi is doing her best Valentina illusion with the turtleneck and beret. I caught that, too. That was hilarious. I was like, you, okay, so Valentina's home. She's like, in honor of Valentina. Let me Shady. work. Ooh, Naomi's really becoming a villain now. She we're, looking, really we're gonna look at her in a different way. A very low-key villain, though. Yeah, like the villain you love to hate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we learned in 1994, Tim told Latrice that she was going to be Alexis Knight, and Latrice yelled, Good night, Alexis, good night, because it was not pretty. Um, Latrice is excited to finally put Tim in drag. And then we learn a really heartbreaking story that Latrice... Um, said that Tim was there for her the entire time and got her costumes ready before she yeah. went to jail. And she says she can't ever repay him for getting her life back. And then Rue gets emotional, which we never see. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly never because see. of the Botox that she had. That's exactly why. You never really <laughs> see true. emotional. But it, it, was, it was a very tender, sweet moment. And I think we knew Latrice from season four, yeah. from All-Stars 1. We knew what her story was, but... 
again, now this we're on VH1 and have a new audience, it's really special to be able to share Latrice's story again to a broader audience. Yeah, I never really got, like, the whole backstory. Like, we knew exactly, like, she was incarcerated and mm-hmm. everything, but not, like, the people that were involved to get her back in her feet. Mm-hmm. And that was actually a really nice touch, though. Yeah, I agree. So, it is Elimination Day. Latrice tells Tim that this day is going to be exhausting. Um, bitches are going to do what they want to do, and she knows that if she's in the bottom, she might be sent home. Yeah. Manila and Michael sing about Queen of Clubs while Monet shaves Patty's eyebrows off. And again, I'm having PTSD because oh my of my God, best yeah. Judy shaving hers. Um, and yes, Patty, you do look like an alien. <laughs> uh, Monet is having pleasure shaving Patty's mustache off, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, good for Patty. Like, I kind of want to go back in time, and I don't know if this is even possible, for all of us to be like, okay, did we? Did any of us see Patty after this episode was filmed? Did we clock this at all and not right. even know? Or was she in hiding? Probably went in hiding. Probably. Well, Michael is crying as Manila is getting him in drag. And then Naomi reveals she's going to do boy drag. <gasps> oh, that's a risk. And then after Michael is upset, he then sees himself in drag for the first time, and he smiles so big and loves it. Oh, I loved the way that Michael looked. He looked great. Oh, Manila's, she, Manila did a really good yeah. job. Do you think Michael has done drag since? Probably not. No? He doesn't seem like the person that would want to don a wig and like heels. But you you know that there will probably be a couple like Manila appearances that he's there and he's going to have to be in drag. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Well... After seeing Tim and Face, Trinity quotes Alyssa Edwards and says, Beast. That was shady on the part of the producers as well because, like, the music also, like, just, like, puts into a halt. They're like, yeah. oh. Um, I don't know if Latrice has ever painted a white man before. I don't think so. Because you could tell. Or she, painted a person. Yeah, it wasn't. Good. No. It was it was very sad. Well, Michael was very happy to see himself in drag, but apparently uh, Manila forgot to tell him that he needed to trim before tucking. Um and that hurt, mm. I guess. I guess. <laughs> um I wouldn't know, I've never done that. Me neither. No, no. <laughs> no. Um well we also then learned that Trinity's man is gifted as well. Mm. It's the Tuck Dynasty. I kind of want to see if there's like an X2 version just because I'm just a dirty old whore. That's why I'm, I'm sure you know, there has to be. Probably. I'm sure. Trinity was just in town filming a music video. I'm sure they. Oh, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it is time for the runway. I just need to say that I, as a Drag Race fan, like all of you, I have visceral reactions to things. Yes. Um, I had to pause my TV as I screamed in horror about what Rue was wearing. Oh. Dear God, it's a futuristic muumuu. She blended into the runway curtain. I've never hated something more on RuPaul now, in my entire life. Yeah. What the hell was on her forehead? As Shelby Late said, she just pulled like the little um, button thing that was on the wall and put it on her head. <laughs> Basically. It was disgusting it did not fit it it, didn't. it was like i'm not tucking i'm not doing mm-hmm. anything i'm wearing a sheet she gave up this season she was like you know what fuck it i mean well no, i don't know like she gave us legs she we know that she has legs now she does. we don't even know she has a body mm-hmm. in this look she's just a floating head at this point I almost wonder if Rue signs off on what she wears, or if she even looks in a fucking mirror. <laughs> Probably not. 
I would be mortified if this... Oh, God, it was so bad. It was. It was... I wanted to like it. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, okay. But then I was, like, looking at it again. I was like, mm, no, that was a Like, miss. sitting down, it's okay. But as she's walking, it just flowed like a fucking moo-moo. Yeah, definitely. In the other time that I gasped, Michelle got a perm? Apparently. She got a fucking perm? When did she have time to get a freaking perm? I have no clue. She had a freaking poodle on her head. Oh my god. Like the the dressers and hairstyles on this episode should not get an Emmy for this. Nope. Mm-mm. Um, but we are gonna first, before we move into the actual runway, talk about the best Judy performances. Yes. Since it was sort of a montage, I didn't really like notate individually. Anyone stand out for you? Anyone turn it well, for well, you? Monet Anyone? and Patty. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know Patty's background, and apparently she is a theater girl as well. You can definitely um, tell. That from that it. little uh, time step in the uh, tap, she she was there for she it. She was there for it. And Monet, Monet did a very good job showcasing her. She really did, definitely. And also she wasn't outshower, like, um... Like, she didn't outshine her at all or anything. Yeah. It, would get, it was definitely, like, a great duo. Yeah. Um, obviously, Latrice and Alexis Knight, not so what good. No. Not so good at Poor all. Poor baby. Um, Alexis was lost. Yeah. Um, but everyone else, I feel like, faded. It, was, it, was, it wasn't it was that memorable. And none of these are ever re- usually yeah. that well done. I mean, even, like, with Trinity, because I feel like she was the, like, she was the first one that they showed. I didn't really... She didn't really stand out to me, honestly. No, not at all. Mm-mm. But I think it was really cute that they all had to wear the same thing. It was cute. Um, the signature Judy. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fun. Now it's time for the best Judy runway. Obviously, I'm not allowed to play a little tooting or booting game. But we're <laughs> going to play Over the Rainbow or A Star is Dead. Oh, okay. And we are going to start off with Latrice Royale and Alexis Knight. A Star is Dead. A Star there is go, so there Dead. Go. I agree. <laughs> Um, poor Alexis. Nothing fit her. No. Nothing fit her. And it was just so bad. Like, they were both, like... The wig was overbearing. The padding was wrong. Yeah. It almost looked like she was wearing Latrice's pads backwards. Or on her stomach. Yeah. yeah. It was... Like, you remember that episode where Monique said the booty do? Like, that's exactly what she had. Because her yeah, stomach... Yeah, she had a belly Stuck out more than her booty do. Yeah, it was not good. It was really, really bad. Large and charge, but not right. No. Um, I feel like Latrice looks great because she looks like Latrice. Exactly. I mean, also, I've seen that look a lot. Yeah. Already. That's all she has. It's really... A blue mm-hmm. gown, pageant gown. And, and, and as I've said, maybe it's because, you know, she was getting ready for a, we- a wedding three mm-hmm. months later. Um, but sense. this is all stars. Definitely, yeah. Um, Alexis also just looked very uncomfortable. She really did. She really, really did. Like, it, I, I really would love to know what was happening with the padding and the body and like the whole outfit like it just didn't fit her Mm-mm. and she just didn't know what to do she was stiff yeah star is dead for sure mm-hmm. next up we have monique hart and shanita hart oh my god over the rainbow the memoji finally pays off for me this is everything oh my god it was so smart i just like yelled i was oh it was amazing yeah they came together to l- deliver something memorable and i'm here for it i mean the eye switch was great um, I think, I don't know if this is what they're going for, but the, um, inside leg, both being pink, mm-hmm. looked like a tongue. Oh, that's it, true. It, the, everything about it was right. And I've never loved Monique's looks like this. Like the cartoonish looks? Yeah, it's just, because it didn't, I didn't know who she was. It didn't tell me who she was. This made sense. 
Okay. It made sense for this challenge. Yeah. Because it was high concept. Definitely. Um, I'm here for it. It was definitely for me over the rainbow. I love that. Next up, we have Manila Luzon and Ayo Wife Luzon. I what? I for me, it was like a very subtle over the rainbow. I didn't mind it. For me, it was a star is dead. For yeah. me, like I, I'm not sure because there was a lot of stones. I'm not sure if she made it there or if this is what she brought. Yeah. Um, I'm sad for her because everything she's done this season is over the top and extraordinary. Definitely. And this was just very, very, very bland. Mm. And I think as, um, one of the, um, post-show, um, YouTube series said, sometimes her looks that are on the bottom for her are better than some people's best looks. Exactly. So this wasn't a bad look. It was... It just Bad wasn't her, her best, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to like it more, but it was safe. Yeah. That being said, if we're playing the game of family resemblance, she did it. She did. I I didn't think that they didn't look like they look like family members, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, the only difference was that they may have had like different colored hair. Like one right. of them was a blonde, and the other one was a brunette. But but it also went with the black and red exactly of the cards because. Yeah. She had a black lip and he had a red lip. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I saw it. I still am interested to understand why we put it on the bottom, but... Yeah, definitely. But for me, it was A Star is Dead. Yeah. Naomi Smalls and Extra Smalls. Okay, sure. Uh, For me, the only reason why it was A Star is Dead is because I've seen it also, like Latrice, I've seen it many, many times. Not only on All Stars 4, but also in Season 8, yeah. where she was. like she, That was her same, mm-hmm. like, exactly, like, her finale look, the whole share. Um, I think it was a smart concept for this runway to do the boy wig into a sunny reveal. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, I feel like this was supposed to be a makeover challenge, but this was all about Naomi. Definitely. And we forgot Extra Smalls was even there. She was an accessory. She yes. was she was the handbag. Exactly. Um, and I'm not sure that succeeded what the challenge was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I understand that Sonny and Cher, they were married, so that's family. But I didn't see a family resemblance. I didn't either. Um, again, concept I'm here about, execution, not here for it. No. But... As a look, I'm over the rainbow for it. Okay. I'm not mad at it, because, like, should they look good. I was mad about it. <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I Rue, last season, I had so many opinions about decisions. This is the first episode, I think, this uh, this season. I'm like, I'm not sure I agree with some of your yeah. tops and bottoms. But moving on, Trinity the Tuck and Indigo the Tuck. Old Lady Versace. I don't know. I, I felt like it was a star is dead. Because that look, I felt like I could go to any rainbow, anywhere in the Bronx or in the Heights, and could get that yeah. look. Um, there's definitely resemblance because the hair is identical and the outfits are spot on. Yeah. Um, didn't really do much for me. It looks good. Exactly. Uh, I think I would give it a very, very, very safe over the rainbow. Okay. But I'm going to forget about it. Definitely. Never exactly. going to remember that this year. I mean, unless you walk into a rainbow, you probably right, will exactly. forget about it then. Um, yeah, I, I, I wanted more from Trinity. Again, like. We are being told by the cast, Trinity and Manila, they are the tops. We want to see them as the tops all the time. Exactly. This didn't deliver that. Yeah. And also, Trinity's looks throughout the season have been stellar. 
Yeah. Honestly, I was very surprised that she kind of like played it safe with this. Yeah, this was very, very, very safe. Yeah. And finally, Monet Exchange and Patty Cash. Over the rainbow. Yes, Peretta. Mm-hmm. Um, shine bright like New York's finest. Um, what I'm going to say, though, family resemblance-wise, it was A Star is Dead. Because oh, Patty was that. white. She was it pale. Was, that was pale. Like, that was... I don't think you can get whiter than clown white, but no. that was whiter than clown white. Yes. Very that. <laughs> uh, well, what, what... I mean, I got... In, I just don't understand why she went that white. I have no fucking Like, give clue. us, like, an, an ivory with this little touch of, like, color into it. It also didn't help that she didn't have no cheek. Like, she right. had nothing. Right. It was so subtle. Um, so, like, family resemblance-wise, I was like, really? Monet's on the top? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I guess the look itself and the performance is what kind of got her to the top. Yeah. But as far as the family resemblance, not there. Yeah. So for me, in in regards to the challenge, it's a star is dead. Um, I wonder if the TV lighting just hurt Patty's makeup. That might have been it. It might have washed her out more than yeah. it was. But also, you need to take that into consideration. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen anyone whiter on that stage. <laughs> ever. Nope. Like, blinding. Cast for the was. fucking ghost. It really was. It was Judy Garland risen from the dead. <laughs> definitely yeah. was that. But, again, gotta give a shout out to Peretta for making those costumes. Love her. Uh, she is one of our finest. Judges critiques. Monique and Shanita. Um, no nose contour needed there. Apparently they're back to loving their noses. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Um, Ellen Pompeo, who was one of our judges, <laughs> um, she thinks they make gorgeous women and Carson thinks that they have the same eyes. Ha ha. Ha ha. Hilarious. Oh God. Um, they <laughs> thought it was campy and witty and Michelle thought the performance was messy. I didn't remember it. So apparently exactly. it must have been messy. <laughs> Monet and Patty, um, as Rue says, cha-ching. Carson thinks it's a winning twinning look. Again, I wish we could be there to see it. Exactly. Um, Michelle calls the performance brilliant and had all the Judaisms in it, and I think that is accurate. They mm-hmm. both brought Judy. Um, and Frances uh, Cobain Bean soaked it all in. She loved it. And they and I love told the reference her, too. <laughs> no more, no more. Yeah. No more soak it up. Manila and Iowa wife. Ellen thinks they understood the theatricality and had fun. Carson is not used to this kind of look because this is just a costume shop look. Michelle thinks they are distant cousins when it comes to their look. That's still family, though. <laughs> there, there you have it, people. Cousins are family. It's still family. In some states, you're allowed to fuck your cousin, but I it's still mean, family. There you go. Um, Manila then starts to break down as she talks about Michael being there because he apparently was there after the loss of Sahara. Yeah. So that was a very sweet moment that we got to see Sahara and then they put the image of Sahara with her. Um, that was nice. Yeah, it was very sweet. It was. I mean, now that we can talk about it, we know we'll be talking about Sahara in season 11 too. Wait, oh, yeah. Honey will be dropping her because Left and right. they, oh, Honey loved Sahara so much. And mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear Honey has to I see am too. Season. I'm really excited to see that. Maybe Honey will get justice for Manila. Hopefully. <laughs> Team Pineapples forever. Um, next up, we had Latrice and Alexis. Michelle got overwhelmed um, that Latrice just wanted to help Alexis but forgot everything else was happening. Yeah. Um, Ellen thinks that they had charisma and thinks they have a beautiful soul. That's like the equivalent of... You tried it, honey. Yeah. Participation 
trophy. Like, you know, like when you're introducing someone, it's like, oh, what do they look like? Well, she's nice. Yeah. That's, yeah. Michelle calls out the lack of family resemblance and basically gives Latrice the floor to fire back. And she's like, yeah, fire nice. <laughs> that is um, a stretch if I've ever seen one. It definitely. No. Sorry, sorry, Latrice. I am not here for it. No. It's really interesting. I've seen Latrice live a couple times. I've fallen in love with her as a human and the story she has to share. I almost wonder in the stock of Latrice Royale on Drag Race, I think she's gone down so much. Very that. I mean, she's amazing. She's like a force to be reckoned with as a performer. It's almost like going on All Stars 4 hurt her. Yeah. I feel like the the competition edge that she had in her season just not there now and the the show and the fashion of the show has evolved so much she's not right for it exactly yeah except for last week last week was everything i ever wanted the latex oh so good naomi and extra ellen loved the performance and they thought she thought that they took chances Mm -hmm. um carson thought the two shares was clever but the bono um sunny bono reveal made it and that's why they did so well and Michelle thinks that they do look related. So we disagree, and that's fine. Yeah. We're not there. We're not being paid money to judge things. Exactly. We just sit on my couch and judge things. <laughs> Agree to disagree, right? Exactly. Trinity and in Indigo. Michelle calls her Judy number simple but effective, which is also your way of saying, okay, we're safe and better Basically. off next time. Ellen calls them Linda Evangelista and Christy Turlington Versace Runway. I would actually be very happy if we never out of the name Linda Evangelista on this show ever again. <laughs> exactly. Unless she's going to be a guest judge. There we go. That's the only time. Like, I'm sure Rue's people have reached out to her and been like, please. And there's just no money in the world that will get this bitch on this nope. show. She's like, I won't get out of bed for $100,000 or more. Let me be the, the host. There you go. Let me win an uh, Emmy. Um, and then Michelle says she knows it's not identical, but it's flawless. Choices. <laughs> Let's get into Rue's decisions. Monet, Naomi are the winners of the week. They receive a trip to two to Iceland with their best Judy, and their best Judy gets $1,000 to Klein, Epstein, and Parker. Trinity is safe. So is Monique, leaving Latrice and Manila in the bottom. Okay. row Agree, disagree? What would you do? Um... I would have put Trinity instead of Manila in the bottom. I think I would too. Yeah, it would have been Trinity and Latrice. I don't know. I felt like Monique. I like Monique a lot. I think that she would have been a top for me and maybe Monet. Definitely not Naomi. But that would be that would have been my decision. Yeah, I, I, I feel like any way I would have cut it, the results would have been so drastically different that I don't even know what show we would be watching next week. Exactly. Um, because, again, you look at track records. We, 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 they preach track records every fucking week. They're not going by track records. Because it's time to talk about the deliberations. The girls congratulate Naomi for the win because it was a long time coming. This is her first time winning. It is. Monet is happy to get redemption for the makeover challenge. And I just think it was more of a story arc than actual merit. Mm. Um, Manila points out that the best Judies find themselves in the bottom. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Latrice thinks it's the gag that Latrilla is in the bottom and she doesn't want to see the other uh, either of them go home, but she's not going to outright sacrifice herself. Exactly. Some people would. She's not going to. Mm-mm. Latrice, she tells Monet, 
It's no secret that she wants to be there. She compliments Manila for her extraordinary journey, but the two of them, they have different stories. Monet compares the competition to a food show where you judge the here and now and not what you've made in the past. Exactly. And it was very much that. I'm very excited next just to find out who Monet would have picked. Oh, yes. Based on the things she said in confessional, it would have been Manila as well. But I think that was just like producer like throwing us some Probably. Things. I feel like she would have shown, shown, ah, chosen Latrice. I think so too. Because yeah. I think she knows the effect it would have if she did eliminate Manila. Yeah. Ma- uh, Manila congratulates Naomi and Naomi thanks Manila for the mustache she is wearing. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Are we... Uh, Are we going to have another Alaska and Roxy moment? <laughs> I was hoping. Right. I was hoping. And that just kind of makes it worse. Yeah. It kind of actually does make it worse. It really did. That was put in this episode for a reason. Mm. Why we didn't get to see the actual handoff, we'll never know. But that was the gag. Naomi plays a coy and asks Manila what it's like to be in the bottom of Latrice. Basically, to get Manila to say that she wants to be there and to chop Latrice. Manila knows that what is at stake, and it's either keep the best drag, or she's gone. Yeah. She then tears up, wondering if this is going to be her last day at Drag Race ever. That sucks. Trinity and Monique try to conjecture what the girls are going to do, and point out that Latrice saved Naomi last week, and Manila would have sent Monet home when Latrice did go home. Yeah. Will this factor in? Hmm. Manila, she tries to get Monet to realize that her ranking in the competition is what should save her and doesn't basically want to beg to her. But Monet apparently wants some groveling. Yeah. Naomi, she tells Latrice that she appreciates her saving her. It's a peculiar situation because Naomi knows Manila should be saved based on track record, but Latrice did save her. She did. There's a moral... There's a moral battle happening for Naomi. Exactly. At age, like, 10 years old for her. <laughs> Basically. Like, does she want to save the person that saved her last week, or does she want to keep, like, do the whole track record yeah. thing? I mean, we're definitely playing Survivor here. We're, we're, we're... And you know me, I love me some, some Survivor, but this ain't Survivor. <laughs> um, the good, ju- good Judy's come in, and Michael cries seeing Manila and Latrice in the bottom. And Manila is hurting because she doesn't want her husband to feel like it's his fault that she's in the bottom. Exactly. It was all his fault, though. You okay. know, if they were, are, are to get into a fight, like, next week, she's going to be like, it's your fault I lost Drag Race. There you go. And then that will be the headline when they <laughs> divorce. Um, Latrice tries to keep the group together from the tears, but it's not working. This is one for the history books. It is. It is now time for the lip sync for your legacy. Oh, God. So, after Naomi changes into a sickening green look, which I actually was here for, I liked it. I liked it. Um, It's time for Monet and Naomi to lip sync to Come Rain or Come Shine by Judy Garland. Mm. Interesting song choice. Definitely. Um, I'm not sure that's the song I would have wanted of the Judy Garland collection. Okay. But it was fine. It was good. It was entertaining. Um, Monet, she takes a very classical approach to um, her Judy. Yes. And is... Definitely one of those performances where if you see it at a bar, yes, it's great, it's incredible. Yeah. Naomi, she gets a little more animated and gives a TV-worthy performance. It's big. She does the floor scoot a fucking again. Um, 
And then Monet, after we see her have an umbrella, then put the umbrella down, takes up the umbrella again, and what's in there? Oh my god, confetti. Yeah. Like, I've never seen that before. <laughs> and unfortunately, confetti is not enough to win lip sync no. as Naomi does win. I was, I was surprised because, like you just mentioned, Naomi did give a TV-worthy performance, but I would have much preferred, like, the Monet route. Like, yeah. for example, here in New York City, we have fucking Gloria Swansong mm-hmm. that she's done Judy impeccably. And Absolutely. she doesn't even move a limb. Right. And you're just Because awestruck. it's the storytelling in the body and the face and the emotions. Exactly. That's Judy Garland. Exactly. But this is a TV show. Yeah. And I almost wonder if Monet got lost in the actual world of drag. Then mm. realizes she's trying to win ten thousand dollars. Exactly. Um, no, because I'll... again, we are we are kind of told what to see. The producers show us what we, to see. We saw bits and pieces of Monet. Yeah. We saw a whole lot of Naomi. Exactly. Um, but I would, I wish they would like come out with like the DVD sets of all the seasons and give us like the full lip syncs of every fucking lip sync that ever happened. Or someone also mentioned it would have been cool if just they just do like a split screen yeah. of like both of them and then No, but then decide. we would have then we would not be able to listen to what Rue says and Rue being right. That we would make true. our own decisions. That is very true. Um I yeah, I, I I think for the T V purposes Naomi won. Yeah. Personal preferences, Monet did what she was supposed to do for this song. Definitely. Naomi wins, and in the biggest gag of all-star eliminations, she decides to chop Manila Luzon, and Ugh. my heart is shattered. I'm so upset. So upset. I don't upset. think Manila thought she was going. No. I think she had enough trust in how the game was being played. And if you looked at, like, Rue and Michelle, they were shocked. The yeah. girls in the back were shocked. Mm-hmm. Latrice, there's a fun little thing on Reddit. Um, you see... Um, the picture of Manila sobbing when Latrice is eliminated, and then you see Latrice smiling when um, Manila is eliminated. Oh my god! Very telling. But it's this was probably for me the biggest elimination in Drag Race All Stars history. Yeah, definitely. We had some moments in All Stars too. Yep. When it came to probably Alyssa. Yes. There's certainly reason for why that happened. We know Relaska Talks was a big deal. It definitely was. This was not Relaska Talks. It wasn't at all. I mean, even bringing All Stars Two with the makeup challenge, mm-hmm. Alaska was on the top throughout the whole season. That's when she had her temper tantrum. And then she had the temper tantrum. She was in the bottom. And even Detox said she was like, "I couldn't send her home. Like right. she was just doing so well." Could you imagine if Alaska went home that season or that episode? Oh my Katya would have won. Oh, hands Katya down. One. Hands down. So, like, this elimination process does change the entire course of All-Stars. Yeah. We're going to move into the burning questions, and Farah posted this on oh. Twitter, and I want to ask you the same question. Okay. Is it time we change All-Star rules and the format of it? Uh, yeah. I feel like um definitely. Also because... Me, personally, I love a good lip sync. So I feel like the queens are not giving their all. Because either way, if they win or lose, they're still going to be safe. They're not going to go home. They're just not going to win $10,000. And that's about it. 
but I feel like if they bring back like lip sync for your life, we're definitely gonna see a different um strategy. Yeah. So here, here, here's here's what I'm gonna propose for All Stars Five, okay. and it's a combination of a couple things. Okay. What I want to do is Rue rewards one winner. There's one winner for the week. Okay. The winner decides the bottom two. Hmm. Because Rue does not want to make these decisions in All Stars anymore. Exactly. The bottom two, whoever loses, is determined by the vote of the other queens. Oh. And if it's a tie, the winning queen uh, decides who goes. Huh. That way, we're still getting the drama. Exactly. But not one single person is to blame. I feel like that would be even more dramatic because imagine you just hear everybody saying, wow, you really want me to go home. That would be even more. I think... At this, because now everyone is pointing fingers. Naomi, how dare you do that? Everyone else can be a scapegoat and say, I would never do that. I wouldn't send Manila home. Exactly. Now you can't hide behind anything. Mm -hmm. You want to play alliance? Let's play alliances. Let's do it. That's my proposal. It would shake things up. It would. It may not give us another result that we want, because my next burning question is, who was robbed more? (laughs) Manila or Shangela? Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> very that both of them at the same time really I mean for me I'm always gonna go with Manila Shangela got screwed by a horrible twist yeah um <sighs> Kennedy really oh my god yeah in the top two what happened um so I I, I don't know like this happening two seasons in a row I almost wonder if do we we really do need something to shake it up yeah we do and like again we're going into season eight of 38 of Survivor Oh my god. We have changed that game so many times. And we're going into season 38. We're still fine with it. We've that not is gone crazy. off. crazy. Give us something new. Play yeah. it around. We're tired of this. Definitely. So I'm, I'm excited to see what season 5 will give us. Because you know they're already in the works for it. Oh, for sure. I mean, Shake Lay has already agreed to do it. Oh my god. You no know Cracker will be on it. That um, would be... Oh, oof. Right? Oof. There's your top two right there. There you go. I mean, give me Angina... Kimchi. Yeah, kimchi. Um, there, there, there are so many people that I would love to see. There's a lot. Um, you know what? Give me Tammy Brown again. Let me have that TV exactly. moment. Exactly. Why not? Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I, I think it's time for a change. Yeah. I want us to give a little change. What happens to Naomi now? Oh. Both on the show and in the fandom. I don't know. On the show, I feel it's going to go either one or two ways. Either next week she's going to bomb it and she's going to be the one being sent home or she's going to continue the streak and do well and probably be in the running to win the crown. Um, For the fandom, fandom is crazy. Yeah. So um, her just sending the biggest, strongest competition and also kind of the likable competition in the show right now Everyone's going to go crazy. There's going to be a bunch of death threats. I mean, I, I, I remember going on Facebook immediately afterward, and there was someone who was like, that girl just got an unfollow. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, this is a stupid show. It is. I feel like people have to differentiate it. It's just a TV show. Yeah. It's It's just a small little competition. Well, not small, but like it's a competition. For money. They're tr- fighting for money. Exactly. At the end of the day, they're still going to work together. They're still going to yeah. like each other and everything. And again, it was an incredible television moment. Yeah. But as fans, do we want great TV moments or do we want the most deserving winner? Mm, there we go. Well, I'll say this. I remember going to Keisha Carr's um, Instagram, another New York um, queen. Um, and she said, 
that everybody was being upset with Naomi, but we forget the nerve part of cunt. And it took a lot of nerve for Naomi mm-hmm. to send the biggest competition ever. It's so true. she has nerve. There you go. Yeah. But forever now, Manila was robbed. She was. For me, second time, because I think she should have beat Raja. Mm. There we go. But again, I'm I came into Drag Race season eight. That was the first time I watched. Okay. So when I went back to watch season three, my mind had a different sense of what Drag Race was. Yeah. It wasn't the fashion show that Raja gave us. It was the campy drag that Manila had. Okay. And that's what I gravitated, gravitated toward. I wish her all the luck. I hope I get to meet Manila soon. Because so she is definitely my top three favorite Drag Race queens. Yeah. Well, now who are you team? I'm going to... I have to be team New York. I have to go team Monet. Yeah. Me too. Her track record is very close to Trinity's now, so she has a good chance. You're you're right, you're right. Um, If she wins next week. If she wins next week, then it's very much a two-horse race. Yeah. Um, Who do you think is in danger next week? I don't know. From the looks of the... um, Of the... Like, of the preview for next week, I feel like it might be Latrice again and Naomi. Because I think all of the girls, if Latrice is in the bottom, they're gonna be like, just go. Yeah. You, do, you there's, if you beat us, we will lose everything. Latrice go. definitely has to pull out all the stunts. Yeah. And also, it looked like it was like a campy comedy, comedy skit like, again. Yeah, and she's proven time and time again she's, she's not, not really good she's at those. Good. Well, this was a pleasure. Where can everybody find you on social media? Well, they can find me at Katrina Lovelace. That's Katrina with the C because I'm illiterate. On Instagram and Facebook. Um, if they want to buy me Seamless, they can. So Venmo. there you go. Venmo as well, Katrina Lovelace. There you go. Well, this was a pleasure. Thanks for doing this. Thank you for having me. Thanks once again to Katrina for joining me. Make sure to tap that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. If you have any questions or comments... Drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.